When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Now, the great Garrett Jones joining us from Houston, Texas. How about that? No, I think, man, you got to understand the the Texan situation. There's been a disconnect and there's been a lot of unnecessary untransparency in that organization. Uh, Once you lose that type of credibility with your players, it's, it's best to move on. Unfortunately, the Texans have wasted a lot of talent. It's rough over here in Houston right now, man. It's terrible. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is uh, happy Friday, everybody. Big day. Flame Tech Football Friday is at hand, and here we are on episode number 420 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show. I'm Rod. He is Darren Moose DuPont, and don't mind me as I share the show, Darren, across my various Facebook feeds and, All right. and digital platforms. It's uh, it's a big day. we got John Frenzy sitting over on the sponsor's couch. He's ready to talk sports today. I rang the bell because there's breaking news this morning, so much so that when I picked Lynch up at his palatial South Regina estate this morning, he hadn't heard. I was going to wonder if it spread to South Regina. No, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. J.J. Uh, Watt released by the Houston Texans, and that will be our number one show topic when we get to the quick six here coming up. But I've been on the phone to Houston. I've been getting uh, some scoops out of Houston with regards to the Texans, some CFL. So what a perfect thing to drop on a Flame Tech Football Friday. And joining us to talk about it a little later on is our NFL insider, Tory Gurley. He's got a lot of contacts deep inside the Houston Texans, so I'm interested to hear what Tory has to say. And then an hour two, the new head coach of the Edmonton football team, Jamie Elizondo. The last time we talked, of course, he was kicking me out of Ottawa Red Blacks practice. It's going to be hot. I'm excited. Like, no words have been spoken. No. Nope. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know. So it's a big day. I welcome everybody that's chiming in on the Facebook wall and, of course, the YouTube page. We're live streaming on both those platforms, but we're also live on television at Game Plus Network and streaming at rodpeterson.com. Yes. If, if I may, a tip for those watching, because sometimes you go do something else. I've never said this in 420 episodes, but, but this might be a day to go to your phone right now and put an alarm for about 1.15, 1.20 Eastern time. To make sure you come back for Jamie Elizondo. Well, I don't expect it to be that. <laughs> I don't expect it to be that explosive. I don't. But uh, hey, from Sean McCormick, he's watching in the Game Plus control room downtown Toronto, in the Republic of Toronto. He says, "Happy Friday, friends. Stay warm. The Texans no longer deserved what." 
I predict he goes to play with his brother in Pittsburgh. So let's jump into the deep end, please, Director Jordan, with a quick six show you topic. Horn. Thank you. Number one, J.J. Watt released today. And I was watching ESPN get up this morning, and it was breaking news. And when that happens, anytime you just think, oh, my God, the coast of California has fallen into the Pacific Ocean. That's what I'm waiting for, right? <laughs> yeah. And I should really – no. J.J. Watt's been released by the Houston Texans, and – as the story has evolved and my notifications start going off this morning, it's bing, 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 bing. J.J. Wad, Houston Texans mutually agree to a release. And I'm like, look, it's never mutual. Is it ever mutual, Lynch? No. It's never mutual. But it, like usually one side wants out and the other doesn't. Right? Oh, yeah. Marriages, relationships, employment situations, it's usually... Never mutual, but they're saying in Houston it is. So I got on the phone immediately to a couple of Houston sources, and they told me, obviously, I'm not going to name who they were, but they just said, just, just, just back up for a second. Yeah, he's the face of the franchise. There's a lot of things at play here. The Texans have a country club reputation, and J.J., I think, is the president of the country club. I think we could all agree with that. Oh, yeah. It's his team. Team captain. He's the team captain. It's his team. Not that he's responsible for the bad culture in Houston, but it's, it's not going the right direction. And by releasing J.J. Watt, if he really wanted out, it's $17.5 million off the books for 2021. So think of it that way. I think the phrase I was told this morning is that the Texans are underwater when it comes to the salary cap for 2021. So getting rid of J.J. Watt, he can forget about a trade or whatever because I saw Ian Rappaport from the NFL Network report, oh, they wanted to do this with class handle it with class there's no way to handle it with class rather than trading him out we're just going to release him i don't know how that's any more classy to be honest with you that's that's the one big thing that i heard well a couple of them they wanted to change the culture it's cap space there's a variety of things at play here jj watts 31 and you want to change the culture i mean deshaun watson's in his prime but he's only 25 right I think he's only 25 years old. So there's a lot of room for Deshaun Watson here if they want to start a try and accelerate a rebuild in Houston. Um, but, yeah, super interesting that they would make this move. The releasing him versus trading him, I know I saw the same tweet from Ian Rappaport that they decided to deal, handle it with class. I think that goes to instead of dragging it out, right, dragging it out, trying to get you get a pretty good draft pick, but it could take a while. Let's release him, give him some time to make sure he can find a home and, uh, you know, go where he wants to go. I see Glenn Elm watching on YouTube writes in and he says, no trade, get something for him. Well, that's the report. They wanted to handle this classily and dignified for J.J. Watt, and this is their way of doing it, granting his release. And I guess the way I opened this was it's never mutual. This actually sounds like maybe the first case in the history of sports that was mutual. They wanted to move on. They wanted the $17.5 million in cap space. He wanted out. He wanted a new start. It does happen. So... The poll question today Darren came up with for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, J.J. Watt will sign with whom? Remember your options? Yeah. I'm going through it. Uh, Pittsburgh, Green Bay, another AFC South team or other. And uh, what's leading on Facebook? The Steelers, 44%. On Twitter, other 
is leading with 37%. Others second on Facebook. Before we move on to the CFL, do you want to explain why you don't think he'll go to the Steelers? Yeah, cap space. They're projected to be $18 million over the cap. Um, but his two brothers, Derek and TJ, both play in, in Pittsburgh. So that's why I see that happening. Um, but the cap space is an issue. But as you know, a good friend has said to me, if money is an obstacle, the only obstacle then you really have no obstacle. So I could see that. I could see Green Bay because he's from Wisconsin, grew up two hours from, from Green Bay. I could see the AFC South. He's got a history with Mike Vrabel, right? And Indianapolis is ready to contend too. Those are the only two options. But we put you know the, the, the Buccaneers logo there, the Dolphins, teams with cap space like, like Tampa, like Miami, like your Dallas Cowboys. They've got yeah. cap space and could contend. <clears throat> so my Houston source... Very close to the Texans, telling me as well that Danny Barrett has had his contract renewed with the Houston Texans. So that's great news. Good friend of ours, DB, seven seasons as head coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, I would suggest he's a CFL icon. Great news there. So we move into point two here, the quick six. The warm-up is brought to you, of course, by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Come in and warm up at the Four Seasons. You're home for the NHL and UFC. CFL free agency winners and losers. Do we want to go that far? It's my commentary on Cat Country this morning. I'm not going to proclaim a winner. I'm not going to proclaim a Grey Cup contending team, number one team yet. Didn't stop TSN. And kudos to them for, like I was directed to a video on TSN.ca, sort of like that three downs thing they do. Yep. And uh, so three pundits gave their free agency winners in the CFL. Davis Sanchez said the Montreal Alouettes have won free agency. Farhan Lalji said the Edmonton football team. And Matthew Shinetti said the Toronto Argonauts. Again, I'm not taking a stab yet. I'm just reserving my opinion. Do you want to take a stab at, a, at the winner? Yeah, I picked the Toronto Argonauts. Okay. I did that yesterday. So I'm doubling down with okay. the double blue. You haven't changed overnight. I haven't changed overnight. Point three, Grey Cup contenders. Same three guys. Who is the number one favorite to win the Grey Cup? Davis Sanchez says the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Farhan Lalji says the Edmonton football team, and Matthew Shinetti says the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. I'm just throwing out their opinion for discussion today amongst you all football fans from across North America. Who's the number one team you think that'll bring the Great Cup home in 2021? Toronto. Wow. I'm still sticking with Toronto. Isn't that something? It is. The Boatman. Moving on to point four, I was reading the insiders column at 3downnation.com, and uh, one of the anonymous insiders in the CFL said Rough Riders GM Jeremy O'Day deserves all the negative press that he's getting because of losing Charleston Hughes over $15,000 if the figures are true. I'm not sure how negative it's been. I Maybe it has been. I Negative press. What about fan reaction on social media? Does that mean anything? That counts to me as much or more than the negative press. And I've seen about 50-50 with the job that Jeremy O'Day's done. There was a lot of Charleston Hughes fans that were upset that he was gone. There was others that were saying, hey, he's got to tighten his belt. And what's the problem here? They're all on Team O'Day. So it seems 50-50 to me. But, Darren, and I'll get you to chime in on this, and the Ryder Nation, too, that's watching, I've heard a lot of people that are upset at who they've lost. Charleston Hughes, Cameron Judge, Brett Lowther's told him that he's not initially coming back, if at all. There was four All-Stars that are gone. And I think it was in that TSN video. They said, you can't lose four All-Stars. At who? Aluminium. Saul Aluminium, thank you. So you can't lose four All-Stars and 
think that you've won free agency. So there's a lot of people upset about what they've lost as opposed to excited about what they've gained. They've made some good signings. They've been very busy, but the pub on the riders hasn't been entirely positive this week. Your thoughts? Yeah, it hasn't been positive, and for good reason. I mean, those fan favorites, those familiar household names are the guys you want back. And we always talk about trades and draft picks, and I always think that good players, proven players, players who have shown that they can compete, are, are way more valuable than any draft pick and way more valuable than any prospect, for the most part. You know, it doesn't always ring true, but, you know, for the most part, I'd, I'd like to think that holds true. You always want to pay for something that you know that is as opposed for something that might be. So they're betting on, you know, new, new guys coming into those spots that will be able to become household names. But Cameron Judge just entering his prime. Saul's been around a long time, veteran anchor of that defense. And, of course, you know, the whole group. I mean, uh, Charleston Hughes anchoring that defense. So that's three guys in the defensive side of the football that aren't coming back. One retired, but... You know, that's, that's kind of what I think. From the viewers, Lauren in Kamloops says the Riders landed Micah Johnson to offset the loss of Charleston Hughes. Different positions. I don't look at it that way. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, so, so true. I laugh at the champagne popping that occurs by some team's fans this time of year. The good news is we're talking about it. That's the main thing. I'm just saying people are getting too ahead of themselves. Nothing's ever been won in the CFL in February. Blake Brown says the Winnipeg Blue Bombers have lost too much experience. What are you talking about? You got... Adam Big Hill taking a massive pay cut. Looked like almost 50%. Willie Jefferson taking a huge pay cut. Zach Calero's taking a huge pay cut. They haven't lost anybody, right? That's what Lynch is saying from the couch. So I have removed the green goggles. I'm no longer the rider guy, but I am the CFL guy. And you see that fans from across the league have bought into that. It's only taken 420 shows. But here we are. We're objective in what we're preaching here every day. So I'm not going to take shots at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. The Ryder fan, go ahead. That's what you do. But I'm not, I'm not that guy anymore. i got to get my phone here for .5, which is NHL leftovers. Did you watch some hockey last night? You bet. I can't. I find it difficult to have center ice and stay on one game. That's probably my problem as the squirrel that I am, right? Yeah. Diagnosed ADD. Go to a commercial, it's boom. I go to a game, and then I get sucked into the game, and I forget to go back to the other game. And and there was a lot right? of good ones last night. <laughs> it was a lot of good games. I haven't figured it out yet. It's my first year with NHL Center Ice, and it's like going to the Briar or any huge spiel and trying to f- follow what's going on. I haven't learned to do it yet. Choice maybe not as great as, as it's all I mean, cracked it's, up to be. It's obviously good. It's just... <clears throat> It's not hard to teach an old dog new tricks if the dog's willing to learn. So I'm willing to learn, but I'm trying to find a way. Like the last time the Briar was here in the sweatpants capital, I'm watching one game. I've told this story before, but to our new viewers, I'll tell it again. And all of a sudden, I hear the shakers going off. I'm like, what? The guy's still in the hack. What are you looking at? How do you guys watch four games at once? Uh, Clearly, there's a knack to it, but I haven't picked that up for curling. And I haven't been interested in investing the time. But I'm trying to find a way now to navigate NHL center ice to not miss out on the big moments. Yeah. Other than being like Craig Smith, our director of scouting and have five TVs set up, which I think I could probably handle. I think I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just, you know, your eyes have to just be darting the whole time. Well, You would be able to tell by the action on the screen, what's getting faster, which one to watch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
That's right. Peanut butter, Pete, Sarah Gallo. There you go. Your ears must be burning, Pete, because we were talking about you in the morning meeting. He said, buy more TVs. Or go to Willie's Tap House and watch the games there. Or the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Boy, they're awake this morning, aren't they, dupes? Oh, yeah. A lot of comments coming in today. Keep it coming. Jack Fulton says, Rod, you need a TV room like Elvis had. You can have four different games on at the same time. I think that's a hell of an idea. I think Elvis Presley and I have a lot of things in common. What were my leftovers? I was what is, said I was a squirrel, right? I, I know. <laughs> Number one, every Winnipeg Jets game is entertaining, and it's hilarious. They were bad against Ottawa in the first period last night, being outshot mightily. And I'm conversing with Jets fans and talking them off the ledge. They were so upset. Yep. And all of a sudden, bing, 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 they started to score like crazy. And then Matt Murray, did you see the goal where all five Jets touched the puck on the ice? They were putt. Passing him through the sends like they were cardboard cutouts. And then after two periods, they pull Matt Murray. I'm like, <clears throat> yeah, the goalie's the problem. Sorry, I have a problem with goalies being pulled when it's not their fault. Listen, I'll be the hardest on them when they're letting in softies. But this, he's playing them alone. Matt Murray. Yeah. And they pulled him and put in Marcus Hogberg, and he wasn't any better. That was point two. Yeah, it's Matt Murray's fault. <clears throat> point three, Habs. Burn the jerseys. They're 0-2 in the blues. They look hot, but they should be burnt. Point four, Austin Wagner's hands have finally caught up to his feet. Did you see him come out of the penalty box for the LA Kings? I saw him have over 100 breakaways like that in his junior career, and he might have scored three times. I know. And he's so fast, he could have lapped back to the blue line, did a circle, and still didn't all along. But now he's burying. So nice. Greg Clevgard says, Roddy, I can tell you're a goalie guy. Always focus on only one thing. Yeah, it's what I know. I'm not going to talk about what the forwards are supposed to be doing because I don't know what they're supposed to be doing, but I know what the goalies are supposed to be doing. And that, don't get me going. Coaches never know how to handle their goalies, and they got a goalie coach on staff, but they never listen to him. Right? Mm-hmm. They know. They'll take his advice, and then they'll just decide what they're going to do. It's like Kelly Rudy. I said to Rudes, hey, you travel with the Flames all the time. Do they ever pick your brain and ask you about anything? No. Yeah, why would you want to ask Kelly Rudy anything about goaltending? Oh, and point five, the Lake Tahoe games are next week. I completely forgot about it. Shout out Slapshot Sweethearts podcast for reminding me of that. And I'm reminding you, there are two games next week in Lake Tahoe, on Lake Tahoe. Uh, the Golden Knights and the Avalanche and the Flyers and the Bruins. They're telling me we're out of time. Tory Gurley's next, and we got a ton of things to go through with our NFL insider, Packers, Browns, and Argos alum. You're watching the RP Show. We're just getting rolling on a Flame Tech Football Friday. Flame Tech is your industry leader in combustion services. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, Twitter, uh, sorry, YouTube and Facebook Live, and listen live at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It is. This is a Flame Tech Football Friday, everybody. Get your questions ready. I just went into our YouTube feed and said, if you got questions for Tori, fire them at me. And the Prairie Mobile text line is open, too. 
8777. Pray Mobile is your authorized SaskTel Mobility dealer. And John Frenzy's appearances and Tori Gurley's are brought to you by Wheaton Kia. You can find them at the corner of Albert and Avonhurst in North Regina. The breaking news today is that J.J. Watt has been released by the Houston Texans. We're told it's mutual. Let's bring our NFL insider in, Tori Gurley. Tori, we've been around this situation a ton over the years. It's, I think, rarely mutual, but it seems like maybe in this case it is. What do you know about it? It's never mutual. A player does not want to get cut. (laughs) I've been cut a bunch of times, and trust me, I would have rather been on the squad and and just finished it out. But it's best to get cut at the end of the year where now he has the opportunity to really figure out where he wants to play. And I'm willing to bet it's going to probably be the Green Bay Packers. It wouldn't shock me if he ends up in Green Bay because he is a Wisconsin kid. And I know for a fact he is a big-time Packer fan. Okay, so let's just unpack it a little bit here. I, I was on the phone to Houston this morning talking to my football guys, and they said, listen, it's $17.5 million in cap relief for the Texans, country club atmosphere, and J.J. is the president of the country club. If you're going to shake that up, what are you going to do? Probably get rid of the head of the country club. That was one thing. Um, just that there's more to this than meets the eyes. And you've been on this story for quite some time. What do you know about it internally? Yeah, J.J. is not the player that he once was. You know, back in the day, he was able to get double-digit sacks, and now um, he's more of an ambassador than a football player. And how he was able to get those sacks, he was playing outside of the scheme, and he was leaving his teammates out to dry. And, you know, it gets old when your production comes down. So for close to $18 million, I would rather get rid of you and bring in a guy that's hungrier and healthier and just let you, you know, you know, wish you well with you going to another squad. So that's the nature of the beast. And, you know, J.J. is a great ambassador, but at the end of the day, it's all about being a hell of a football player. And if not, they push you out of the door. No doubt. Listen, we're going to move on to the CFL for both you guys, for the benefit of all of our CFL fans watching. However, kudos to both of you who said the Buccaneers were going to boat race the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And it happened. Lynch? You first. You want to talk about the Super Bowl with Tori and what you saw come out of it? Um, Tori, how do you figure the way Tampa Bay played in the playoffs? Just fantastic. And the whole team played fantastic. The final game, the big game at home, first time ever the home team has been the uh, visit, has been the host. Uh, I couldn't believe it. So what you're thinking there? They were so fired up. There's no way anybody was going to beat Tampa Bay last Sunday. Yeah, I wasn't shocked at all. Uh, You and I both claim, I I mean, we all picked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, They just have a better team from top to bottom. If we evaluate all 53 guys, I would rather have the Tampa side than just be top heavy with the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. Like, that's not enough to win a Super Bowl. And as I mentioned the year before, those guys should not have won the Super Bowl. Like, Jimmy G literally... He was one or two throws away from having San Francisco as being the winner. Like, those guys had the game. So, uh, the way Kansas City got there and how they've been playing football throughout the year, it's not championship when you're always playing from behind. You cannot make uh, a living always trying to dig yourself out of a hole when you're down 21 points or 28 and think Patrick Mahomes can be Superman. I figured if Tom Brady had a lead, by 10-plus points, that was all she wrote. And something that really came to light 
was how the defensive ends for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers made it extremely hard for Patrick Mahomes to be comfortable in the pocket. They flushed him out of the pocket. It shrank the field, and now he was forced to throw on a run, and that played right into Tampa's game plan. So kudos to those guys, and congrats. And you just got to stop betting against the GOAT. Like, I, I had to learn the hard way years ago, and I, anytime Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl, I'm betting on Tom Brady, even if he was 80 <laughs> years old. Give me Tom. Okay, I just want to say hey to some of our viewers. Nicholson Farm writes in watching on YouTube. Hello from Regina, Sask. Ivan, the Argos fan, says Casey was really hurting on the offensive line. That made the D much easier for them to win. So there's some stuff there. Ivan says, hey, y'all, we are talking CFL after all. Yes, we are. So let's move to the CFL because it's been a very hot week, Tori, even though it's been minus 50 out here. Frenzy's got his list, and Lynch, just very quick, can you go through your grades? I asked Lynch to grade each team's free agency. Can you remember it, John? And then I'll get yours, Tori, as much as you can, but Lynch has it. I got uh, Riders A+. plus. I thought they did an A-plus job. Getting uh, Michael Johnson back's great to plug that hole. Larry Dean's a great uh, middle linebacker. And Evan Johnson, the kid from Regina, playing for the Huskies in Saskatoon for three years at right guard. Ideal for us. Exactly what we need. So I thought they won the draft. They, they got more good people than anybody else did. Uh, Edmonton got one good player. That's all I can see, Tori. James Wilder. Is, uh, you're smiling. <laughs> Sean Lemon, uh, Derek Dennis. But anyways, continue. Sorry. Okay, continue. Ham- Hamilton. Everything was actually done before the, the camp, so everything was okay with them. They didn't have to do much. They got Seattle uh, and Evans, an outside a defensive back, but that's the only big thing I saw them do. Uh, Winnipeg had everything done before camp. BC, I gave them a C plus getting Shaq Cooper. They're really crazy about getting Shaquille Cooper back in, in BC. I mean, they think he's the greatest thing to sliced underwear. Do you like him? <laughs> do, you, do, do you know who he is? <laughs> yes, I'm familiar with them, but since Slice Underwear, I like that one. I, I've never. It's my own, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you can have it. Okay. <laughs> Are you? Have you gone through every team no, yet? Yes, yes, I've done the whole thing. You uh, did. They also got uh, White Whitehead in from Winnipeg. It's Speed, Larry Whitehead, Lucky Whitehead, and lucky, uh, Chris Rainey is back in BC. He always was there, so he's back. They signed him back. Ottawa didn't do much. They got everything done before. Signed Don Uama, Sam linebacker. And it's the fan Charles from the Ram, Regina Ram, not really. He was playing at Edmonton, and they got him. I think that's a real plus. Canadian defensive tackle. Been in the NFL for four or five years and actually started in some situations. So he's not a newcomer. Montreal did a pretty good job. Uh, we got a real good catch here, I think. Armando Seal, best defensive tackle around. And they got him from Edmonton. Uh, they got the levels of the linebacker and Chris Chesty, another linebacker in. Uh, defensive lineman Wally Barron and uh, Nick Usher. So that's the way I saw it pretty well. And uh, right. I rated the Riders A-plus for what they did. Well, hang on to those. We'll read them again next hour. Tori, any arguments with those? Or what do you think about CFL free agency this week? No, I agree. You know, I, I like what Sass did. You know, I'm, I'm a Rider fan now since my wife is, is from there. So, you know, I'm pulling for him. I'm also pulling for Edmonton football team um, because I, I played with those guys and you know, I believe in Trevor Harris. So as I, I, I will all continue to say this for the rest of the year, I have Edmonton winning a great cup. Okay, well, I had this in the uh, warm-up. Farhan Lalji has Edmonton winning free agency plus being the top great cup contender. And we have their head coach coming on next hour and Jamie Elizondo. We're all very much looking forward to that. But how about the Argos? 
there's concern amongst the Argo fan base that their quarterback's not experienced. They got a hell of a D-line, obviously. But what do you see with your former team, the Boatman? They can give me a call. You know, I love to consult for them and help them out if they need it. <laughs> well, ball, you know how to get in contact with me. Give me a call. I'm the best scout you got. Well, no kidding. And we had Murph on this week. I mean, when they do play, it's a not an if, it's when. I don't think you're going to be in the stadium or I'm going to be in the stadium or frenzy. It's going to be playing without fans. Eventually, we'll get back in the place, Tori. And I guess when they do kick off, where are the Argos? Like this... Are their fans legitimately have a right to be concerned about the quarterback position there? I definitely would because it's just, it's a big question mark. You know, it's a big drop off from what you had in years past. And you having guys like Trevor Harris and, and Ricky Ray. And now, you know, you have a guy that's not as proven. So we'll see how it works out for the boatman coming up this season. They got Pimpkin again, the guy they got in the end Antonio of Antonio Pimpkin, that's another one, yeah. Antonio Pimpkin, the, last, the end of last year. Got the bad name, though, eh? But, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't matter. But he's actually a pretty good quarterback. Remember him from last year, about the last two games? With the Alouettes. With the Alouettes, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, he is good. Some viewer comments here. Ivan, who's an Argos fan, says Cam Newton to the Argos. Hang on, we're going to come back in the NFL in a minute, Tori. Jack Fulton says, as a Stamps fan, I have to say the Argos have signed the best group of any CFL team in free agency. Yes, and it's got a lot of other teams whining, saying the Argos aren't adhering to the gentleman's agreement of the cap floor. What, do you think boo, they would? Boo-hoo, yeah, did you think would they John would? Mur- John Murphy there, do you think they'd adhere to that? <laughs> Jason in Red Deer says a lot of big-name free agents left, and I wrote those down. This is CFL.ca's list. Uh, Enoch Mwamba, Cam Judge, Macbeth, Justin Medlock, uh, Matt O'Donnell, Justin Tuggle, Taylor Loeffler, Alex Bazzi, Rico Murray, and they don't even have Brett Lowther on the list, and he's my favorite kicker in the league, so there are a lot of big names. But back to the NFL, there's some juicy stuff floating around about who's going to quarterback the Patriots next year and, and Dak Prescott. I mean, this quarterback chase carousel, uh, Tory is the thing to watch in the NFL of the months ahead. Yeah, I definitely love it. I think, um, you know, Cam Newton is is going to be look, out looking for a job because the way he performed in New England, um, it, it wasn't too well. He started out great, and he literally just kind of, um, you know, ran out of gas. And I, I don't know if it's because of the wear and tear or if it was just a bad fit. So, you know, we'll see what New England does when it comes to uh, being – you know, very active in, in free, well, not in free agency, but just even trade. You know, I, I keep hearing Jimmy G headed back to New England, so we'll see if that happens. Bob Kraft walking down that beach in Miami. He's got to get serious about football. His team isn't playing very well. He's got to call Mr. Belichick and say, hey, Bill, we better have a talk, eh? Things are changing. And for Belichick, that's the worst situation for him, I think, since 2003. And he doesn't have a quarterback. That team is falling apart. And, Tori, I think right now the New England Patriots could easily finish last next year in their division. Would you buy that? It wouldn't shock me, and um, but it could give them draft capital. So I, I don't know what Bill Belichick is doing. Uh, last year they had eight players to, on defense, eight starters on defense not to play. Um, he told them to, you know, sit out and, and take the year off. So we will see what they do moving forward, you know, I, you know, I, I'm not going to doubt Bill Belichick, not just yet. You know, he has a lot of equity built into being a championship coach. So 
we will see how he can um, maneuver out of this uh, circumstance that he's in. On Get Up this morning, they were saying that they had the New England reporter out of ESPN on there, and he said on talk shows, the Patriots fans in Boston ready to give Bill a pass for one year. That's it. (laughs) You stub your toe and you're not in the Super Bowl next year. There's going to be heat on Belichick. And the reporter's like, this is what six Super Bowls get you in Boston. A a year. (laughs) That's it. Uh, Viewer wants to know, Tori, where you think Deshaun's going? Deshaun Watson? I hope he goes to the 49ers. (laughs) I'm I'm pulling for him to go there. Like He and Kyle Shanahan in that offense would be lethal. It, It would, man, it would be magical. Uh, listen, we have a lot going on. We'll pick up with them. We'll let you go, sir. Stay warm. I, I got to ask you real quick in 30 seconds or less, your recruiting company, tell us what you're doing there. looks like it's been very successful. Yes. So home field advantage, my recruiting company, you can go to torygurley.com. Matter of fact, um, coming up on Sundays, I'm going to have a open zoom call for kids who want to learn about recruiting Canadian, American, I want you guys to log in. It's $40. You can go to my website. You sign up for it. And I will educate you on how this thing works because a lot of parents just don't know the rules to recruiting. You might have a kid that has the ability in the world to play at the next level, but he needs to connect with the right people. And I just want to be that bridge for any and everyone. ToriGurley.com, home field advantage. Glad I asked. Tori, stay warm. Miss you out here. We'll do it again soon. All right. Thanks for having me. Our NFL insider. And the best on television, by the way. Oh, no doubt about that. Absolutely. Best on television. Tori Gurley. We'll be back with a sports update. Viewer takeover. Hang on. You're watching the RP Show. Flame Tech Football Friday on Game Plus TV Network. Facebook and YouTube Live. And listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. No, you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms. Now, back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody. Flame Tech Football Friday continues sprinkling in some viewer comments as we go. Jordan Wall's watching on YouTube. He says, I'm kind of surprised Loeffler hasn't been signed by someone. Signed by someone. Jack Fulton in Alberta says, February 12th, 2021. Remember this day? As I predict, Nick Arbuckle will be in the top two quarterbacks in 2021. I guarantee it. Who said that? Jack Fulton. It's a Broadway Joe guarantee. Write it down. I'll remember that one, boy. Sports update. J.J. Watt and the Houston Texans split Friday morning, ending the tenure of the face of the franchise and adding further turmoil to an offseason of upheaval. Watt said in a Twitter video he asked for his release and the split is mutual. The three-time Defensive Player of the Year and 2017 Walter Payton Man of the Year has spent his entire career with the Texans after being selected with the 11th overall pick in the 2011 draft. The defensive end had one year remaining on a six-year, $100 million contract. And if you didn't see our interview with Tory Gurley moments ago, go back and watch it again. Because I didn't think this was mutual. They're saying it's mutual. Tory says it's never mutual. No such word is mutual. It's not. They almost had me. How can it be mutual with the emotions? Ontario has given its two American Hockey League teams the green light to play in the province, clearing the way for the Belleville Senators and Toronto Marlies to play home games. Against each other. Can I read this? (laughs) 
Play in the five-team Canadian division was set to begin on Friday, but the league put the Senators and the Marlies on the road for all of February as it waited for a call from Ontario. The top feeder league for the NHL hasn't released the Canadian schedule past February. Lisa McLeod, Ontario Sport Minister, says the two AHL teams in Ontario have proposed comparable safety measures to the NHL's Leafs and Senators. The Canadian division was created for this season to avoid border restrictions. The other Canadian teams are the Lavelle Rocket, Manitoba Moose, and Stockton Heat, who have relocated to Calgary for this season. Meanwhile, OHL Commissioner David Branch issued a statement on the league's return to play Thursday, but it wasn't anywhere concrete. First, this is what he said. First and foremost, the OHL is anxious to return to play and eager to get our players back on the ice to drop the puck on a 2020-21 regular season, Branch wrote. As we have for many months, we continue to work hard toward ensuring a safe return to play for everyone. We are encouraged by our ongoing discussions with government and public health agencies, but have not yet arrived at an approved return to play framework for the coming season. The sports update for Ballers Rec Room. They can handle all your food and fun needs. Visit their website at ballersrecroom.com. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Patrolman Pete's watching in Winnipeg, where we have a ton of viewers out there on both Game Plus Network plus our digital platforms. And he's got a lot of good comments. One, he says, Monday night, Manitoba Moose season begins. Woohoo! Well, yeah, you won't be able to go, but at least you'll be able to listen to the games, hopefully watch the games, and those American Hockey League games are fantastic. But Patrolman Pete said also that the rumblings in the Winnipeg media were that Justin Medlock would retire, and he says, why would he do that? John, why would Solomon Alamemian retire? Just had enough. Too much, had enough. Wanted to be at home for a while. I can see why it wears him out. That was easy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, Solomon Alamemian worked his bottom off the last two years. All the problems that the league had, eh? He was the president <sighs> of the players. And still is. And he's a heck of a good guy. Really went, really went all out for the players and everything else in the league. He really cared. I think he just wore himself out. Then on top of that, he was playing for the Riders. He was, he was playing. Just too much. Worn out. Blake Brown says, I'd like to place a friendly wager with you two that Winnipeg doesn't make the Western playoffs. No green glasses. Just got a feeling. I'll take that bet all day. Winnipeg oh, going to miss yes, the playoffs? What are you talking too. about? I'll take that too. So we're going to go to Ballers and for lunch. And Blake is paying. But can you write it down? Because we have several rotating bets with people, and I tend to forget them. You know what I mean? You're reading the comments. You're mesmerized. But back to the thing with Medlock. No, I totally get it. And here's why. When I left the Rough Riders, now over two years ago, I did have a lot of offers. Frenzy knows them to go back into mainstream radio all across this country. And I'm like, you know what? I just don't want to do it anymore. And, of course, they were trying to get me at a bargain blue light special. Right, Lynch? Remember? Yep. Right. And I'm like, no. Sure I'm worth a, a minimum amount at least. Right. And a they, lot. Yeah, well, and they thought that they could get me for nothing. And this business is just obviously all gone in the toilet. So I, I'm not sitting here going, nah, 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 I told you. It's worked out, but I didn't think that this was going to go the way the media has gone. I didn't. But it's the same thing for these players. Solomon Elamimian, Charleston Hughes. He's like, listen, I have a worth. I have a number that I won't play below. And the Saskatchewan Rough Riders didn't want to meet that number, so it's sayonara, see you later. So I've see, I see it very similarly just as a media guy as opposed to the players. They just go through it far earlier 
than I did. Saul's like, I am not going to play for if I can't get what I'm worth. And maybe Medlock's saying the same thing. Obviously, Medlock's close to a lot of guys in the media. He's a good guy. Those reports aren't coming from nowhere, but I could see why. We got a minute. Lynch, you have your Hughes monologue. Can you give it? And then we got a break. You had more comments on Charleston Hughes. Well, I'm just surprised. Charleston Hughes is a great football player. A defensive end, they're a rarity. They say there's none around right now. He was an exceptional defensive end. He's still in good enough shape. He's 37 years old, but you can't count that. you got to look at how he plays in the field. And he's had a great year last year, the last three years, the leading soccer in the league. That's a guy you want to take a look at. I mean, people say to me, well, he's worn out. Now he's that old. He's, he's too old. He's not. He's still effective out there, and he's still the best defensive end in the league, and he's a game-changer and a leader. He's a game-changer. Let me say that again. He makes big plays piles out there at the right time, and this coach or this general manager acknowledges right now there are no really good-looking defensive ends on the market out there because there aren't any good defensive ends out there. Simple as that. That's why you keep a guy like that. You, uh, you keep him. He's a winner. And once again, for the hundred thousandth time, I say to you people out there, you don't get rid of your stars because they help you win ball games. Without them, you've got to be looking for replacements, which the riders are doing now. And for the guys they've recruited to date, it's debatable if they've got one candidate, one possible series candidate. It sure as heck isn't Freddie Bishop, who Joel, or who, Bish, or who uh, Joel, Jeremy O'Day has said is going to be the succeeder to uh, O'Day. To, uh, ah, out of time. Yeah. We'll be back with viewer takeover. Hang on. It's the RP show. You're watching on Game Plus TV Network, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Opinions now. We won't victimize you. Unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. That's good. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's viewer takeover time, and I'm going to go over to the uh, Prairie Mobile text line in a second here. But it's funny. Producer Clark's trying to create a competition here. Nice work, Clark. I can tell you're a coach. Between the Facebook viewers and the YouTube viewers. And he's saying, Facebook, you're being beaten by YouTube commenters. Glenn Elm just wrote, yes, don't tell anyone. Less is better for us getting comments read. It's a CFL show, and it's free agency, and there's a whole lot going on. Um, DuPont just ran in here, and he said, other analysts are talking about, where's the analysis on the main networks on J.J. Watt, in Canada, on J.J. Watt being released? Nowhere. We got Tory Gurley giving his thing. We're dropping our Houston knowledge. Daytime sports is where it's at, man, across this country. Jim Wagner says, I'm not a Habs fan, but I do love their ultimate jersey. Their alternate jersey. They make me miss our Pats. Can we not burn them yet, please, Roddy? <laughs> I think they're hot as heck. I love them. I'm a jersey guy, but you can't win in them. You know what the equipment guys are saying, and then they're getting the players all heated up. Eventually, it'll go to the executive of the team saying, we, got, we can't play in these jerseys anymore. We're winless in them. Okay, we're not wearing them anymore. <laughs> Greg Clevgard says, I love the way you guys work together. Good stuff. How do you like that, Lynch? Very good. They very noticed. Good. Yep. Hi, I, we're cohorts. We're cohorts. I just have to Google what cohort is. <laughs> Duncan Hanny is watching in Medicine Hat. He says, yep, I'm still in that media business. It's spooky. 
Thanks for blazing the trail and showing everybody that there are new opportunities for talented people. Yes, streaming. Do it. Do your own Facebook show, YouTube show, digital media, streaming audio, whatever. The good guys and gals will last. Jordan Wall says, who signs Enoch Mwamba? He was my number one free agent on the list that I put out. Six weeks ago. Number one, and he's still available, Lynch. Remember, he's a Canadian. Well, I think he's making a really big gamble by waiting because there's not going to be enough money left. Yeah, but he's making about 250 now, 230 I think it is he's making now. He wants big money, and he's not going to take a big cut, he says. Uh, interesting to see what happens to him. Good ball player. He's been to almost every team in the league. <laughs> yeah, he's a terrific uh, middle uh, linebacker. I am surprised he hasn't tried the NFL. I think he was there once, wasn't he? With for, the Colts. For a year or two. He's not going to the NFL. He's too old. Yeah. I love Enoch Mwamba, but it, this is business. And I think sometimes – Enoch's a very smart guy. Gord Bell, Barwell Award winner, by the way, Lynch. Gord Barwell Award winner. Yeah. That goes to good guys. Yeah. But when the money's committed, the money's committed. And you hear it all the time. Oh, we've committed our budget for this fiscal year. Talk to us next year. Right? You've been around that world forever. Yep. 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 I think these guys are playing a big game, a big gamble by waiting. DG in Saskatoon writes in, Morning, guys. Would love to hear some opinions on the golden chrome domes worn by Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, last night. Lots of hockey people I talked to hated them. I love them. The player helmets are the next trend for teams to do designs on. DG in Saskatoon. I didn't like the Golden Knights jerseys last night, or the helmets. Does that make me a bad person? No. I watched the game. I got Golden Knights friends on a text group. They don't, none of them liked them. They and they said, well, they said it didn't go with the gray jerseys. Maybe it'll work with the gold jerseys. But just, they don't seem like hockey. Uh, no, it looked weird. Yeah. They're, they are my favorite team, but not a fan. Not right now. I like the silver Knights jersey uh, helmets, the silver chrome, not gold. From the 403, hi, Rod. Who's going to be our kicker? The Riders. Is Lowther coming back? Brett Lowther will be the Riders kicker once he exhausts all NFL Options. Brett Lawler will be the Riders kicker. They want him. He wants to kick with the Riders. This is not an affront. He's why sign now when he doesn't even know if there's a season. Actually, the last I'd heard, that was the deal with John Ryan. He was waiting to see if there would be a season or not. And then, lo and behold, he signs with the Rough Riders. Lawler's a great kicker. Just tremendous. Lawler's an outstanding kicker. Look at his numbers. I know. Unbelievable. I can't believe... Some NFL team wouldn't grab him. But that's one thing as a week in the National Football League, and you and I have said this for 20 years now, place kicking. Converts hey. or field goals. Oh, hey, kickers aren't important until you don't have one. That's right. Oh, hey, and guy says, Patrolman Pete, I know it's Football Friday, but damn it, I want the WHL back. Hang on, we might have some news on that coming up after the break. We're coming back in hour two. Stick around, everybody, here on Game Plus or your favorite digital platform. We'll be right back after this timeout. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.